Blog Talk Radio. Guest referee for Baron Corbin was. 
Aylin, any thoughts on the Raw Women Titles defense by Becky Lynch on Sunday at Stomping Grounds? Well, first off, <laughs> you you call her the plank. I like to call her the sassy southern bitch because that's all she is to me. She's she thinks she's such a lady, but she's an out and out bitch. Let's just get down to brass tacks, shall we? Well, also when you put you know an uh, a hanky a hanky that's supposed to wipe your snot and your sweat. She puts it in her armpit and puts it in her face. Are you trying to steal people's gimmicks and catchphrases? It's not just, okay, not that a lot of fans complain, which is what we do, but I'm going to say it, fans. Nasties. Oh, how cute. Are we stealing from Disney Channel because we ran out of catchphrases? That's a raven, anybody? Nasties. I mean, come on, folks. Not only does she steal from Disney Channel, but she apparently is stealing from the Nasty Boys because that gimmick was, while they didn't have hankies, they still shoved people in nah, they their just faces. Shoved their, they just shoved your faces into their pits. <laughs> and they shoved, you know, nachos in your face and french fries and chili cheese fries. It didn't matter what kind of fries. They shoved anything that wasn't... Nailed to the floor that included fragrance, food scents. It was the nasty boys. Okay, so she steals gimmicks. Everyone steals gimmicks. All right, let me just point this out to you, fam. Lacey Evans, now two pay-per-views in a row, has lost to Becky Lynch. I'm not complaining. I'm happy with the end result. And then, you know... (laughs) Paul Heyman meets with Baron Corbin. See, I yawn every time I say his name. It's not, you know, to take away from him, whatever. Okay. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn defeated the New Day. Okay, honestly, they need, in my opinion, you know, sometimes some pairs are great, but I think the only reason WWE does it, I don't know what the motivation behind pairing Owens and Zayn some people feel they need to keep him away from Sammy. I don't know. That's just a perspective of sorts. It's not, you know, necessarily true. It says, all right. It wasn't the badges were terrible, and I'll get into that later. Okay, United States Championship, Samoa Joe, Ricochet. So you're telling me Samoa Joe is geared to win the championship shockingly and surprisingly at, at Extreme Rules. Which yeah. I I don't know whether to look for. I, I don't know, folks, whether to call it Extreme Rules or just Monday Night Raw and SmackDown Live, but in the more extreme setting of I will bore the fucking fans to tears. And it, isn't even, it hasn't even be, been an event yet, and I'd, I would hope and pray that you go the route of trying to please your fans at that pay-per-view versus stomping grounds because it wasn't terrible, it wasn't great. Okay, Ricochet won the United States Championship, got congratulated by NXT alum. Yeah, what was Charlotte doing in the frame? That was a bit confusing, but hey, whatever. And then Heavy Machinery went out, and they put a good, you know, they put up a pretty good fight, Lady Lynn, against... uh, 
Daniel Bryan, Eric Rowan. It was a pretty back and forth match, I'd say. It looked like it looked to me, B Train, like heavy machinery had it won, but oh no, gotta do a roll up pin and steal the victory. I mean what what's what's the I big uh, what's the big deal with the roll up pin? I I, I'm not sure. I, I don't understand. Uh, what are they trying to tell us, fans, by selling us that shit? Well, no, and also I think there was a last-minute change due to the crowd reaction or lack thereof because, ladies and gentlemen, there was only 6,000 people. Six fucking thousand people at stomping ground. And I will touch on that later. Not that it's a big deal because they can compensate it with sales on WWE Shop. Yeah, shots fired. A lot of people already fucking know that's what I'm known for, and I'm controversial. I run my mouth, but honestly, I run my mouth in a truthful manner because that's just part of the fucking problem. Okay, SmackDown Women's Championship. Bailey versus Alexa Bliss with Nikki Cross in her corner. Now, okay, Alexa Bliss has usually had a good track record, but lately, I don't know what they're trying to do. They're trying to give fans a different look, and it's not happening because we expected Alexa Bliss to win. We didn't get it. You know, no big deal. The tree hugger, the landmine hugger, the whatever hugger Bailey is, you got to give credit because she's a babe face. Okay. I give credit where credit's due. Bailey did put on a good match against Alexa. But at the same fucking time, I'm gritting my teeth because let's let's face it. If Bailey is to carry that title further, it's not going to damage my fucking routine. I, I will be able to get up in the morning, you know, and put both socks on my feet. And I will put deodorant on still. I will brush my teeth. And my routine will not change because Bailey, my least favorite WWE competitor, wins, or, you know, a match. And I'll say why she's my least favorite. In the years that she's been up from NXT, her and Sasha put on a great tag team match. But where is Sasha now? She lives in the shadow of Sasha Banks. Is kind of true, but kind of not true. Is Bailey her own individual? Yes. Um, did she put on a stellar match at, uh, against Alexa Bliss? Yes. But did people really react to it? Mm, it's a mixed bag. Hmm. Continue, Lady Lynn. Mixed bag is right. I think that match really could have gone either way, and I have to say I'm actually just a little bit disappointed that Miss Bliss didn't recapture the title. Um, you know, call a spade a spade because... Yes, Alexa has a winning streak compiled against Bailey. And yes, Bailey showed a little bit more aggressive side to her. But I, you know, I just want to point out that, okay, Tacoma Washington was all for Bailey winning that. Because Tacoma is, you know, very similar to other towns that support Bailey. Is that a bad or a good thing? I don't give a fuck. All I'm saying is, did they tell the fans a story? The answer is yes. 
And if I'm gritting my teeth, folks, it's because, in truth, I did want Alexa Bliss to win. Why? Why did I want Bliss to win? Because even though it wouldn't have changed and fans would have been like, boo, hiss. Guess what, folks? You don't win all the time and you don't get what you want all the time. But because we're living in a world in which... You have access to social media. You can get what the fuck you want in a heartbeat with Amazon Prime. And people don't pay attention to each other because we have our phones. And I'll admit I'm addicted to this piece of glass and plastic. But son of a bitch. Let's be real. Did Stomping Ground give the results that we wanted? Again, you're going to get a mixed bag of answers. So, okay, moving forward, Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre with Shane McMahon on the outside. Um, gee, I, I um, for the umpteen time, this match, it wasn't bad, you know, had a lot of moments where fans would pop, and that's what you want out of a crowd that was only 6,000 people, and I'm going to keep throwing that out there. Uh, okay, so Roman wins, you know, because enough times of interference. From Shane McMahon It eventually backfired Roman got the victory One, two, three Blah, blah, blah Cage match, Kofi Kingston Versus Dolph Ziggler Uh, That was another snoozer I say this nicely You know, Dolph Ziggler's a great competitor So is Kofi Kingston, he's obviously a great competitor Because why? He is the universal champion Um but I was more or less expecting Brock Lesnar to cash in on Kofi Kingston. I don't know if they're they're waiting for it to make us feel like watch them have him cash okay. in at Extreme Rules. Just watch. Well, well, you know, fans. I don't know when he's going to cash in, but I've heard, I've read, and heard that he's decided to do it against. Uh, you know, random choice selection here, Kofi Kingston, and I don't, you know, this one. I I don't know how to feel because we hate Brock so much that we hated him so much they didn't show up. Now, some fans are like, "Well, he's undeserved of the championship." Let, let me just tell you something: undeserved. Eleven years to wait for a championship, undeserved. Um. I don't know, fans, how I feel. Like I said, it, WWE's got me feeling mixed bag lately. So to say that I would be happy if he cashed it in against Kofi, gee, I don't know. Then I hope Samoa Joe and, and Brock Lesnar feud. How about that? Okay, because I can get behind Samoa Joe. I just as a fan cannot get behind Brock Lesnar. He is the only legitimized heel aside from Kevin Owens, in my opinion. There's a lot of heels in that locker room. There's a lot. It just so happens that WWE chooses and picks whomever they so see fit to go out that fucking curtain and just entertain fans. Ooh, okay. Uh, Let's see. Oh, yes. The Universal Championship match. What a clusterfuck. And by clusterfuck, I mean they did tell us a story. Aaron Corbin and them, them, Seth Rollins, Becky Lynch, Lacey Evans, all parties included in this match, they told a fucking story, but at the same fucking time, they're going to need to have air raids go off 
air raid sirens because of the F-bombs that I'm dropping right now. Lacey Evans, dear Lacey, when you are a special guest referee, you did a great job antagonizing, being the heel, whatever, bending over like you normally do, showing off your assets. Okay, I criticize you because when you count as a heel referee, you can do fast counts, you can pretend not to see things, which you did a good job of because obviously you weren't the fucking special guest heel referee that we all had in mind. I mean, even I, who don't like you because of various other reasons that I have listed off and they're not biased, these are fucking facts, people. She did an okay job, but now we're including John Conan to the mix. I love you, dude, but I'm just, okay, did they tell a story? Plain and simple, yes. But at the same token, I am still miffed about the whole fucking match because good pace, good story. The only problem is I, how long did it take Becky to come out? Let's see. Um, the low blow. That was the worst low blow in the fucking history of low blows. And unfortunately, the person that was the master, the maestro of that, God rest your soul, China. When you give a low blow, hmm, gee, I don't know. There's a lot of things I can criticize on, but it's not just the low blow. It's... <laughs> There's so many miscues in that goddamn match that it's like, gee, you know, you would think NXT trained these two better. Aaron Corbin, when he used to have rat-like long hair, Seth Rollins still has long hair. It's not about style, folks. It's about precision and giving the fans a story. You gave the fans a story. There's a few, hit, you know, hit and miss spots, but someone needs to train Miss Act like a lady. Like a lady, act like a lady. See, I'm not going to sing her theme. I just, for the love of all that is good and decent, <laughs> when you have that style of match, you're supposed to, you know, a crooked referee. Count fast. Get out of the ring once Seth doesn't move. Get in the way of Seth Rollins. The, you know, the, okay, Lady Lynn. When she slapped him like three times, and then, okay, so it took a low blow to get Becky out of the back? All right, I get it. Like, give us a main event that we can get behind is is what I'm getting at. Cause, <laughs> I mean, Baron Corbin gave him end of days and shouldn't it? The, the low blow and, and Baron Corbin just stands there. Like, are you fucking kidding me? As a heel, aren't you supposed to was like, oh, now I got to wait for Becky to come out? You didn't even attempt to go outside the ring and grab Becky? Like, dude, come on. It just... This is why I say WWE gave me the feeling of mixed bag. It wasn't bad. It wasn't terrible. It just... Ooh, it made me feel I'm good. I'm just going to sum it feel... up in one simple sentence. All right, all right. That part of the match was just full of cringe. Like, I'm not for boring Corbin, but dude, 
you know, as as people are going to claim and, and claim to be experts on being workers, but when they trained you, especially the amount of training, like, okay, I know that who trained him. I know exactly. Mr. – okay, Bruce Pritchard is a genius, folks. He is a fucking genius. And I give credit where credit is due because, look, he got the crowd reaction. He got – that's the main thing they teach you in wrestling school is to get reaction. And people are going to nitpick at spots like fucking crazy. The, I, what the fuck? Did Becky take too long to get out of the back? I don't know. But when she got out there, you would think that Baron Corbin would pull her off of Lacey or just toss her to the wayside, and then Seth would get involved and jump on Baron Corbin and beat the fuck out of him on the outside. But oh no, he just stood there. He just fucking stood there. Why? Because they probably told him, oh, just wait till, you know, Becky gets out there. And, of course, two referees come down the ring. And, of course, one of those referees happens to be John Cone. I have nothing against John Cone. But, you know, if we're pulling an Earl Hebner here, where Earl Hebner used to get involved in matches and push wrestlers, like, come on. I just want to point out, if people bitch and complain, like myself... I have valid reasons to, because in in that whole sequence right there, that takes away the suspended disbelief that uh, the heel is not going to pull Becky off of Lacey. Did he have any clue what was going on? Yes. And it took two referees and John comes, hey, I'm the referee. He gets distracted, turns him around. After he just took a fucking chair shot, you know, from Baron Corbin, not too long ago, curb stomp, one, two, three. Okay, folks, to sum up stomping grounds, uh, alright, you did okay, but your, uh, numbers for attendance really did not add up. And we're gonna go to WWE Raw results. Ladyland, because I figured I'd do us all a favor instead of uh, rambling. But before we do that, we're going to start with the advertisements. If you'd like to attend the Pure Wrestling School, go to the world-famous Monster Factory, the number one wrestling school in the world. And trust me, we're not lying when we say this. Invest in yourself. If you have any questions, do not email the office. You know, Call the number, text, whatever you got to do. And I say this nicely because Danny's been, you know, leaving advertisements. Do not email the office while he's on vacation. Also, just text. There's a phone number, folks. It's located on monsterfactory.org. If you have legit questions, email him during legitimate times. All right, monsterfactorytv at gmail. All right, yeah, monsterfactorytv at gmail.com. All right, invest in yourself, become a pro wrestler. Danny has gotten many, many people to WWE, Ring of Honor, so on and so forth, New Japan, CZW, the list goes on, all right? He knows a lot of people in wrestling, and he can help you get there by, if you train, going to Ballsboro, New Jersey, where the world-famous Monster Factory is located. So visit the website, 
do a tour of the school. If this is for you, that's for you. If it's not, go puke in the corner. I don't care. For those of you wanting to uh, submerge yourself in professional wrestling, uh, as far as network goes, you know, enter at your own risk. It is WWE Network. Go to WWE.com. You can get your first month free and next month, which would be Extreme Rules. So take advantage of it. But after that, you must have your valid credit card, you know, if you want to sign up that way. Uh, it is $9.99, but to tell you the truth, folks, it's actually $10.99 because they will take a dollar to make sure the uh, transaction goes through. For those of you wanting a WWE preloaded card, Lady Lynn, can you please give the fans information on how they can or where they can obtain the preloaded cards? Certainly. If you're like Lady Lynn and you don't have a credit card but you want to subscribe to the WWE Network, just stop by your local CBS pharmacy, Dollar General, 7-Eleven, Walmart, Best Buy, GameStop stores, and pick up a WWE Network card. Three months for $29.99. Get you all access to all the pay-per-views. As always, first month is free for new subscribers. All right, folks. And so... Lady Lynn, thank you for the wonderful information about uh, where you can find a preloaded WWE card, if you will, that gets you three extra months uh, with your first additional month free. Make sure that you get the preloaded card. You can get as many of them as you want. If you want to go to WWE Shop, it's $6.99 for shipping and handling, so I suggest just go to the store. It's much easier. And some stores do not charge you tax. Some stores will. Just be careful on where you go, folks, because tax will apply, okay? All right. Now, WWE Raw results. Okay, well, I I watched the latter tier have, you know, AJ Ricochet in the main event, which wasn't bad. And just had some questionable elements. Okay, so, no, I don't want to go to the website, dude. I just, no, 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 no. Please do not do this. Okay, so, Jesus. Just an, an analysis of that? No, 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 no. So, The Undertaker returned, born Corbin, and talked about Laura Rollins. Okay, so the intergender match, whoop-de-doo. Oh, not intergender match. Okay, so the Usos. Okay. So, Revival, Daniel Bryan and the Rollins versus the Usos in the New Day elimination match. Usos in the New Day defeat Revival by pinfall. Okay. Miz TV set of Jake Maverick's redemption. Oh, my God. That was funny, but I will admit, this shit's getting funnier and funnier. So, that's the one highlight, alone highlights of Monday Night Raw. Roman Reigns versus Shane McMahon and McIntyre. So the Undertaker showed up. Wow. Wow. Was right. The dead man showed up to Monday Night Raw. Whoopsie, got a C minus by Bleacher Report. Um, I'm going fast, folks, simply because. Braun Strowman versus Bobby Lashley. Tug, uh, really? Are we in fourth grade? <laughs> Tug of war. Oh, my God. Tug of war. 
first is bar wrestling, uh, next is tug of war. What's next? The uh, truck pressing competition? <laughs> Tire launch? No, my tractor pull? Might be. No, no. See, you got it wrong. It might be a pissing contest, literally. <laughs> Who can write their name in the snow? Who can write their name? If it was winter, I could say snow. Who can piss their name in the sand? Just saying. Um, Viking Raiders versus Kylos and Carl Anderson. They did. They lost. Obviously, Gallows and Anderson lost. They don't need to know that. I I was well aware of that. Okay. Um, Mojo Raleigh and Heath Slater. Really? Mojo's got ugly face paint on. Um, well, that's disturbing. I, I don't know whether to laugh or cry, folks, at Mojo's face paint. Slater defeats Truth. Truth defeats Slater. Alexander defeats Jesus Christ. Truth defeats EC3 to become new 24-7 champion. Oh, now that's funny. This championship is switching teams or people more so than Benedict Arnold in a fucking war. And I say that nicely. <laughs> Um, Kofi Kingston versus Sami Zayn versus Kevin Owens. Oh, Kofi Kingston. Yeah. Of course, Kofi Kingston wins the victory. They're making him invincible. Okay, whatever. Pancake. Discriminatory against breakfast. Other breakfast foods is what Kofi Kingston is. There, I said it. (laughs) I said it. Okay. Okay. Kofi gets an exciting one. Yeah, right. Alexa Bliss versus Naomi and Natalia because Miss Bliss did defeat uh, Naomi. So Alexa's on kind of a roll. I don't know what that's going to lead up to, but it was an okay match. Okay, so Ricochet versus AJ Styles. You know what my opinion? AJ Styles ends up beating Ricochet with a phenomenal forearm. He did tell the club, you know, I don't need you guys here. I don't know what that's going to turn into. I just don't care. I don't know what they're doing with the club, folks. And if you have any questions, send it through Russell underscore radio. I will. Believe me, folks, I'm trying to get guests on my show. Thanks for asking. But uh, for now, for now, it's just, you know, therapeutic for me to rant about this shit. Okay. Just bear with my ass, all right? Just bear with me. Buckle up. Um, this next segment is going to have explicit content. If you have children, put headphones on their ears, put beats on, blast it till they're deaf, because I will be needing air raid sirens for dropping the amount of F-bombs I'm going to fucking drop. Okay? And it's not because... I like hearing the sound of my own voice and dropping, you know, the F-bomb many a times. I'm going to drop them where it's appropriate, okay? Anyways, buckle up, fuckers, because you're about to get inside the good old head of Brian Rails. And trust me, it's a place you don't want to stay for very long, if you know what I mean. All right, here goes. Hit the music, monkeys in the truck. Look in my eyes, what do you see? The cost of something I 
You know, folks, attendance is everything when it comes to professional wrestling. And though there's 12 minutes left supposedly on this show, no. There's more left because I can have overtime into doing shit, okay? And by overtime into explaining to you why things are so negative around Wrestle Radio Network, no. There was reports on StubHub.com, there was an article, if you will, stating that there was only 6,000 people inside that building. Now, Lady Lynn, you and I used to watch wrestling where those seats, even in WWE's bad days, the pay-per-views would at least sell because people knew we're going to get a decent show, we're going to get entertainment, and I'm not just referring to the Attitude Era, I am referring to... Back before the Attitude Era was a thing, and this is getting, you know, ridiculous. You sold 6,000 seats, and AEW has 72,000 people in circulation because they know the main event's going to be Moxley versus Omega. They also know that when they start in the fall, WWE better step up your game, dude. Come on, start getting Oscar involved. Shinsuke's just waiting to, uh, when his contract is done, and you, Shinsuke Nakamura, is not the reason why the show is suffering in fucking rating. I, I think that we, I know, some people know, you have to have a good quality product, what is a good quality product? That answer is going to vary. A lot of people who are not involved in wrestling will have a generalized idea. Let me tell you something, folks. I have issues with how things are being run. And why? Because it's a company in which Lady Lynn and I watched as children. We all watched this as kids. Events growing up like in your house that started back in 1995. And it was new. It was innovative. It was getting you know a lot of attendance in places like California, Michigan, um, they would sell out arenas with that pay-per-view. And as time got older, when wrestling started becoming a thing in WWE, they had to compete with WCW. So that made for a better product. And it made for a better entertainment quality. Now, Lady Lynn, I can't recall an event at WWE that only sold 6,000 seats Especially for a pay-per-view. <laughs> it's unheard of, B-Train. It, it's absolutely unheard of. If they sold less 6,000 seats, are you kidding me? That's, that's just that's ridiculous. For a company with the caliber that WWE holds, you would think they'd at least get 10,000. So to get 6,000... <laughs> Oh, that's dismal. It, it just makes fans wonder, like, holy fuck. I mean, okay, 
some people are saying, you know, they've got doubts about AEW succeeding. I'm not saying that, you know, people are not watching what's going on. It's that WWE lately, they they just, they're entertaining, yes. And do we watch them? Mm-hmm. So why are we bitching? Because we care. Why do we care? Because, well, you know, you got a company that's coming up soon. And their product looks very, very good. I say this, folks, because I've seen Cody Rhodes in Ring of Honor. Am I the all-knowing expert now because I've seen a few of his matches in Ring of Honor? No. I'm just telling you, it's not just Cody Rhodes that has helped AEW and propelled them into such popularity. Yes, there's the new kids in town. Yes, a lot of people doubted their prowess when they came onto the fucking scene. But when you watch what WWE is doing as a company, gee, let's see. They're going to different arenas and they're selling certain seats. They have tarped off three quarters of an arena. That is unheard of. Why? Because would you feel embarrassed if you promoted your own fucking pay-per-view and only 6,000, 6,000 people attend your event? Well, that's more than you could ever get. Dude, that's why I said I don't fucking manage this shit because I don't want the headache that comes with it. Because you know you're going to hear a lot of criticisms. You know you're going to have a lot of podcasts cover this shit. So what it boils down to is if you don't get attendance at one event, that's going to start a fucking trend. Now, Extreme Rules, you better include some elements that would please fans, and there's some bloodthirsty fuckers in Philadelphia. So imagine that. It's in Paul Heyman's company's home of Philadelphia. So in Philly, I remember Lady Lynn growing up watching guys like Tommy Dreamer, Sandman, Bill Alfonso, the annoying fucker that used to be with a New York Yankees jersey, and a motherfucking annoying whistle, but he was good. He was good for what he did. Um, you had the Dudley boys running around. You had uh, Sand. Well, I mentioned Sandman. You had the Douglas brothers. You had Jerry Lynn, Rob Van Dam. Yet ECW was not very known for their technical shit, but they did have wrestling, folks. And what's the difference between a company that does actual wrestling and a company that does not? present actual actual wrestling. What do I mean by that phrase? Actual wrestling meaning stories that you can tell to fans without having to work so hard. Well, nowadays people complain and bitch so much. What stories do you want to tell? And WWE is having a hard time trying to just scrape together shit. So Ricochet versus Styles, well done. Job well done. Um... I don't quite know where you're putting Samoa Joe, but son of a bitch. They're doing it again, B-Train. They're, they're, they're taking their good talent, and they're just basically dumping all over them. Just 
taking a dump all over them, burying them. Well, and well, like, why? Well, you know, I, I fans of one been a fan of Samoa Joe before NXT, and you know something? It. I don't know what they're doing to him. I don't know what, what, what where loyalties lie or whatever. I don't get into backstage politics. That is one thing I don't fucking do. And people are going to laugh that know me that when I say that I don't. I, I don't fucking care for it. I am one that has seen not just Samoa Joe, but Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, all the other NXT faithful that have gone to main roster and been crapped all over because why? They're not being crapped all over if they perform. Do you not fucking get it? Let's see. They've revamped Bray Wyatt's character. Enzo and Cass are no longer there. Carmella is now the hype girl and R-Truth liaison. And that's, you know, a good thing for her. It's not all bad. You know, I, I don't want to shit all over WWE because it's not my job. But it's very hard to be optimistic and positive about a company that now has to compete with AEW and people are ignoring the simple facts that AEW has guys like Hangman Page, Joey Janela, Cody Rhodes, most notable Chris Jericho, Dave MJF, who is hilarious. They have elements, folks, to a show. AEW does. So does WWE. But those elements are being so misused. Nikki Cross, anybody? She's kind of psychotic, but kind of not. They give her entrance theme, but putting her with Alexa Bliss? Are, are you are you trying to fuck the world in our thoughts about Nikki Cross? The queen of chaos. The twisted sister of NXT. And when Michael Cole, who again is not very familiarized with some NXT talent who does praise a lot of people, including Tony Storm, and, and he takes notice of talent. Not that he doesn't notice. But dear God, dude, that move is called The Purge. And oh, yeah, you're probably laughing your ass off. Does he not speak to one night of not criticizing me or Graves? No, because Graves is a horn dog who can't keep it in his pants. And, I, you know, <laughs> oh, are you... You know, Alexa Bliss is just complimenting and, you know, hearsay for color commentary because he's supposed to be very knowledgeable, which he is. But, dear God, dude, can you keep your boner in your fucking pants when it comes to Alexa Bliss, Mandy Rose, and by far Lacey Evans? So do you have a thing for blondes? The world inquires to know. Not really. Um, <laughs> you don't have a thing for Renee Young because you, know, you know she's married. So, like, dude. I, I don't want to pick apart Renee because she's awesome. Love her to death. Um, and I say that because uh, uh, at least she keeps tabs on the action, and at least she tries her best to keep Graves and Cole in mind and in check. So, Renee, love you for that. Um, it just seems like, you know, just... No, fuck you, 60-second warning. Okay, folks, the real reasons why I'm not in tune with WWE Raw is because they have presented us, again, 
with a mixed bag that basically tells us they don't care one iota for what the fans want. They they do. The last time I checked, you know, okay, Ricochet and AJ Styles, that was an amazing match. Um, the tag team match with Alexa and, and Nikki versus Natalia and Naomi, okay, it was okay. It was awesome. It was, as I said, mixed bag. Uh, it's not just tonight, dude. The Undertaker showing up, cool. But now he's they're in, they're in a match. They can't do anything hardcore because of Taker's age. No. I give Taker credit for coming back and trying to help the company. But the same fucking token, please pay attention. Please, for the love of God, keep up. You know, he's having it. No more promos. Please, for the love of Christ, with opening the show up with promos, there's no need for it. Unless, you know, okay, there's exceptions to the rules. Like, if you celebrate a victory and you want to have interference during that whole time frame. I understand. I'm just suggesting. Let's be real, shall we? You give us the same look as in the same match card of WrestleMania. 35, let's be specific. McIntyre versus Roman Reigns for the umpteenth time. Lashley Lashley versus um, <laughs> Strowman in a fourth grader uh, tug of war match. Let's see, they've arm wrestled each other. They've played tug of war against each other. I know, let's play a thrilling game of jacks. <laughs> I mean, come the fuck on. We all know where this is headed. Fans are going to flock to AEW, then the Smarks will start bitching about AEW. Well, they had all these great matches at pay-per-views, but are they going to suffice to being great during the rest of the year? Folks, wrestling is interpreted in many different ways through many different eyes. Former workers, you know, workers that are know-it-alls. Mm. People that believe they know everything, and though that you know that's not air apparent, it's obvious. There's so many times, folks, where I just want to put my head in the toilet and flush, flush, you know, just flush it, flush it. The suction is such that my head might just be ripped right the fuck off. Okay. <laughs> It's just, WWE Raw used to be, okay, back in the heyday, I'm not just referring, because every fan and their fucking mother, Attitude Era, Attitude Era, even before Attitude Era, Raw was not this terrible, and yes, there were interviews with, like, Sensational Sherry and Luna Vachon back in 93, when Kurt Henning and Shawn Michaels basically fucked each other up outside, and they broke Howard Finkel's rental car. Which is funny as hell. Because Shawn Michaels booted the top of the windshield. <laughs> oh, that was great. And there are memorable moments, you know, when Goldust and Roddy Piper were feuding. Or, you know, when Shawn Michaels and Owen Hart were feuding. Not just feuds, folks. There's actual stories to be told. Where are 
the stories. Okay, so you have Seth um, and Becky, his boyfriend, girlfriend, whoop-de-doo. I don't care about that shit. Baron Corbin and Lacey Evans, the lady who smells like ass, probably. I don't know. Smells like coconut oil. Probably smells like like too much perfume. Well, I heard she doesn't bathe, but, you know, I've heard many things. So, like, what's the, you know, people ask, what's the, what's up with the bias against Lacey Evans? It's not that I'm biased, folks. It's that there's a lot of things that WWE has done to people that were very loyal to their company. And even though I hate her with a, you know, not with a passion, but I hate her because of what she did to my cousin outside of a hotel, to which she went out of her way to get Give me the answer why I just can't. I'm sorry. Dude, you don't shun kids. You just fucking don't. If they would have done Sasha Banks right and given her and Bailey a tag team division, instead of putting the title around Bailey, which is pointless in some opinion, um, I feel that if you promise somebody something and give them what you promised, you're going to have a good workplace. If you don't give what you promised, then, okay, I give it to you. You have, you're very firm with your decisions. I'm not going to tell you how to run your company. I'm just going to suggest what to do so that you avoid sinking further than the depths where the Titanic is in the Atlantic Ocean, okay? Do not fucking put people up front that don't deserve to be up front. What am I talking about? It's not just about title pictures. It's giving the fans what we want, the fans that are not smarts, okay? Because that is not 74, actually, it's not 82% of your audience. Let's fucking face it. The purists are what's killing the sport of professional wrestling. The ones that have to have absolutely everything correct and proper and prim and use terminologies. To you guys, I say fuck you because you don't enjoy things. That's what is killing WWE is, oh, no, we can't have uh, Daniel Bryan and Eric Rowan lose the tag team championships because, they, you know, the crowd's reacting a certain way. Fuck that shit. Be brutally – have them boo. Like, why the fuck hometown heroes have to win in their hometowns now? Hmm, Okay. Let, let me just point out a few things here. If you do that in every person's hometown, with a few exceptions, let me just point out, folks, that you're not standing firm in that regard. You look like a bunch of pussbags. So heavy machinery is built up to lose. That's like if bad guys were to lose Actually, that's what bad guys were to win in certain films. Like if Joker was to defeat Batman after Batman went through all that shit, and then you see Jack Nicholson standing supreme and laughing his ass off and getting away in the helicopter. That wasn't the case. You saw Batman kick Jack Nicholson's butt, and win the fight against evil. 
and all of Joker's men were rounded up and that this, that the other. WWE has the bad habit of having Triple H take main events. Is Triple H a bad boss? No. But when you constantly have to book yourself in main events, that kind of takes away from some things. Not you know, it doesn't do it often. Okay, Super Showdown, WrestleMania. He did main event WrestleMania because that was a women's main event. But him versus Batista, I don't know whether he'd be main eventing. Okay, so he faced Orton and won that match. Who's next? Ric Flair. We all know that's not a good idea because he's in bad health. But everyone that has been called up from NXT, it's a mixed bag. By mixed bag, folks, we get half of what we want. It's it's the 50-50 booking syndrome. What the fuck? He books himself against Sting back at Mania 31. This is where you know, folks, this is... (laughs) This is where Scott Hall and Kevin Nash during rehearsals like, are you sure you're going to go through with this, man, is what they were asking Sting. Now, some say, oh, it was a business decision. No, they paid him fucking money. Money talks. I get it. I do. You know, some say, well, what would you have done? Um, That's a tough one because I'm not in that position to answer that question. So what, what I'm going to tell you is, you know, Triple H, Shane McMahon, they keep booking themselves in matches. It's like, dear God, are we running? Did people die? Did someone die? 